The semifinals, the conference championships. It was a stressful week last week. Um, not for Dave, but for me, unfortunately. But Dave, congrats on your Eagles. How are you feeling tonight? Hey, Joe, great season by the Giants. I tell everyone, like, they outperformed their expectations, and you guys should hold your heads high because the Eagles did this last year. They uh, they lost in the first round, actually. Didn't win a round in the playoffs. And it takes a little bit of being there. Um, to make that next step. So I think you guys got a bright future, but I am feeling good. Um, I had another show early in the year. I had Eagles Niners in the conference championship. So I got some shares on both sides of this, but obviously, you know, I'm bleeding green and I'm pumped for this weekend. Yeah. And I said, I said all year, I think best case scenario for the Giants is they get some playoff experience. They're young, get these guys in the playoffs. They got there. They won a game. Admittedly, I think we got ahead of ourselves a little bit and we're like, well, we won a game and we give them more. But I would say the Eagles looked really good. And, you know, I last week I picked the Super Bowl to be Bengals 49ers. But after I saw the Eagles put a whooping on uh, on the Giants, I think I like the Eagles now because that's a well-balanced team. There's not many weaknesses. Um, I'd be feeling good right now if I were you. Jay, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I just noticed something. I don't know if you guys noticed something, but did you guys watch that intro to our show at all? Like, did you see? TV 12. All right, who 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 came after or before him? Mac Jones. Justin Jefferson was there. And then who finished? Christian McCaffrey. So basically, it's like a sequence of everybody getting knocked out of the playoffs. It was like, <laughs> so that makes it, and we didn't plan that. Like, that's been our intro for like 18 weeks. It just happened to be those players. Kind of makes me feel like uh, the Eagles are probably going to win here. We were on the Eagles anyways. I already bet the Eagles. And McCaffrey's now in the Niners. So I guess he's the last man out. Um, so congrats to the Eagles. I bet the Eagles last week, Joel. I'm sorry. Um, the smart people around me said, bet the Eagles. They're just a way better team. The Giants really shouldn't be there. So I went and did that. And then smart people around me told me to bet the Eagles already against the Niners. At two and a half. So I bet it when we're doing the live series show. And then some smart people around me said, wait on the Bengals. You like we might be able to get a better number on the Bengals. Um, and we didn't bet the Bengals. And it went from them getting one and a half to now minus two and a half. Now, Dave, you've been around betting for quite some time. You got a lot of gray hairs in your beard. So have uh, you ever <laughs> have you ever seen anything like this before where a team you know, without an injury, and I've heard good things about Mahomes. Like, Mahomes is – it's it's better than they thought. How did that line move four points, you know, basically within 24 hours? Less? Because better, betters aren't dumb. They, they can – the Chiefs can say all they want. High ankle sprains don't, you know, get 
better in 60s. Um, and I, I think there's some real merit to the fact that that injury is a lot worse than maybe they want to admit, right? So I, I think betters are on to something here. And I think as long as it stays under the key number, what do you care if it was plus one or minus and a half? I think this game's somewhere in the three to four point range. I, I don't think it makes a huge difference. I don't think it gets the three, though. That's where I think Vegas is going to want to kind of hold some of the money coming in. Because they know if it gets the three, that's KC all day. Joe, what's your thoughts, man? You know, we were we were leaning Eagles. We're both on the Eagles side. Do you think the Bengals are still worth betting on at this number at two and a half? Like, are the are the the Bengals the way better team here? Because you know, it's so crazy this whole NFL season. You know, you look at a team one week, then you look at the team next week. You almost lost to Tyler Huntley, and we're like, ah, the Bengals aren't that good. Everybody's like. Bills are going to just roll over on them. Sharp people around me said, take the four and a half. Bills are going to roll at home. It's Hamlin. It's the whole situation. Everything just makes sense. And then Joe Burrow goes out there and lights them up. And now everybody wants to bet on the Bengals. But, like, if Tyler Huntley didn't fumble that ball, they could have been out in the first round. Is this Bengals team legit, or is it just we're feeling good because they beat the Bills on the road? I think the the – the factor that I'm taking the Bengals, but not for the reasons you said, more because I the Chiefs are one player. I mean, they're not one player, but for the most part, they live and die by Patrick Mahomes, and he looks hurt. And if you're getting a Patrick Mahomes that can't run around, that's a significant factor that I would rather take the Bengals than a hobbled Mahomes. So for that reason, and unless the news changes this week and it turns out he's fine and he's going to be full go – then maybe I'll change my mind. But from what I saw last week to what I'm hearing now, he's not healthy. Even if he plays, he's not playing healthy. For that reason, I think the Bengals uh, are the better bet. Yeah, everybody's leaning that way. Bengals and Chiefs right now. I mean, Bengals and Eagles right now. Well, let's talk to these two games before we do our draft cast, Joe. Um, break down the Niners side for me. That game's kicking off at 3 o'clock on Sunday in Philly. Um, Purdy. Nobody's going to play Purdy. Is there any merit to play Purdy? Because nobody's going to be playing Purdy in a, in a two-game slate. He's cheap, um, and his weapons around him. You know, who do you want to go to here? It looks like Kittle emerged. You know, he's the stud that kind of saved the day for him last week against Dallas. Um, how do you feel about the offense around, around Purdy? Um, and then also, you know, Dave, you can chime in about your Eagles and, and talk about them. Well, what I'll add about Purdy is my take or my stance typically on a small slate like this with only two games is that it's more valuable to go for the lowest owned quarterback for this reason. He can get you there by having a great game, which he's capable of having. He can go out there and throw three TDs this week. Um, but also he can get you there by just no one else having a great game, right? Like if the other game just ends up being low scoring, he can just be low scoring too, but because he's the cheapest and he had – 201 and that's really just as good as the other guys and you can build the rest of your team around that getting the cheapest quarterback who gets a similar price and lets you build out elsewhere will also be just as good so that ownership leverage with the fact that there's only two one other game i think makes purdy very viable this week dave talk about your eagles man yeah, you know, and Joel, I think you have a good point, Purdy. My thing with Purdy is I, he he's convinced me he's only a middle of the field guy. Um, he cannot throw outside the, the hatches and he can't go deep. So 
He's going to have to dink dunk and get some, you know, those Kittle juggle plays. So if I'm going to pair anything up with him, I'm going to pair it up with Kittle, obviously. I, I think that's a good spot for San Fran. They're going to have to be able to dominate the middle of the field. Now, from an Eagles perspective, I think they're just so versatile. Um, I know San Fran's D is number one all around. I know they are against the rush, but they're not very good against the pass. I think this is A.J. Brown time over and over and over again. He had a little rough outing last week, but he still showed up, blocked people to the ground. Um, and I, I think this is the focus and showcase a guy like A.J. So A.J.'s my big player on the Eagles side this week. With another dose of Devontae Smith, I can see both receivers going off and putting up big numbers. Let's look what C.D. Lamb did last week. I think 11 catch or so. Um, number ones have really – D.K. Metcalf hurt the Niners in the first round. Number ones have really hurt the Niners. I think you got a chance from a fantasy perspective um, with A.J. Brown putting up big numbers and Devontae following suit. Yeah, I'm taking notes, so I'm going to be drafting A.J. Brown first. Make sure Dave doesn't get him. Um, <laughs> Purdy I'm not really sure about, man. I'm really not sure. If you can't put up points against Dallas, Eagles, similar defense, it worries me a little bit, but for Joel's point, he's going to be under-owned. He opens things up, so every quarterback's in play and every running back's in play because it's going to be tight. And I was going to mention one thing about San Fran. Elijah Mitchell was getting touches there, man. If he just falls into the end zone on a short slate like this when there's not too many options at the running back position, he was getting touches. He's 4,900. He'll probably be like the lower owned of the actual feasible guys that are going to go out there. Like I don't know if Boston Scott's going to score another touchdown in a tighter game against San Fran here. So I think a guy like Elijah Mitchell becomes interesting. And I also do think that McCaffrey is banged up. You saw him there. There's yeah, a reason why he was also – yeah, he was he was banged up. His calf or his ankle or his leg, somewhere in that, that quadrant, um, was getting heat, stim, in the game. He wasn't in their big spots. He wasn't in on a lot of first downs, second downs. He's out there just for third downs. So that's something to keep an eye on. I think that's a place to get to. Um, and if he just falls into the end zone – a big question mark is to fade or not fade McCaffrey on this slate. So I think a good way to fade him is also going out there and playing Elijah Mitchell. So I'm going to keep that, you know, as something that I might get to in my main lineup. He's definitely in the player pool. Um, outside of that, you guys nailed it. Dave, before we hop over to sec the, the, the second game of the day, talk about this backfield. Um, the Eagles has done it every single week, man, where it's like, let's just give – Sanders all the yardage. Let's give Gainwell and Scott equal touchdown equity. And then Jalen Hurts is also going to rush one in. So, like, how do you get this right from week to week? This will be a closer game. This won't be the game where they're going to be, you know, they can just roll over the Giants. They're not going to roll over the Niners here. So, which running backs do you prioritize in the Eagles' backfield? Yeah, I'll still prioritize Sanders. The only thing about Sanders is, and we've known it all season, I think he ranks about 48th in running catches longer and rightfully so about the same in targets he's not very good out of the backfield catching in the balls so he really hurts you from a fantasy perspective he has to not score. uh if if for me the salary can more than using standards joe i think dave was caught up a little bit there do you have any take there on on philly in the backfield, is there a place that you feel comfortable or are you just fading this backfield? This is not a backfield position that I like for them, but I think for the same reason I said earlier, you know, taking a shot on one of the, like these secondary Philly backs is okay. 
then one of them sneaks in, whether it's Gainwell. Um, I don't even know Gary Sanders as, as he's so cheap. The ownership will be low. I just don't think there's going to be a big ceiling running back game. So finding someone cheap who can get you just the minimum points, I think might be the formula opposed to chasing the guy who has the highest ceiling because I just don't think the ceiling is going to exist this weekend. Yeah, running backs are tough across the board. Now, Joe, Bengals, Chiefs, you, you told us you're on the Bengals. I'm leaning Bengals. I think all of America right now is leaning Bengals, Eagles for the most part, unless you're Niners fans or you're Chiefs fans. Now, Burrow looked electric, man. He just took it to Josh Allen. Everybody's calling him the better quarterback. He's taken out Patrick Mahomes the last couple of times. They met as well. He is now the favorite going into KC, whether it's the injury or not. We're not really sure yet, but Burrow looks legit. The passing game chases the number one spot. Hayden Hurst had a big game. Higgins got enough, made a nice play late. Um, Tyler Boyd got a couple touches there. Mixon emerged as the best running back of the slate, um, heavily involved. P. Ryan got a little touch here or there. Um, talk about the backfield. Is there any value in P. Ryan? Are you lock button Mixon at a discount off of McCaffrey? Mixon's going to be the most popular guy out there. How do you feel about the backfield and the Cincinnati side offensively? I think, you know, mix, um, I'm sorry, P. Ryan's a good pivot, right? Like, if you're looking for a low-ownership guy who's going to get a few touches, if you break first one, you'll be really low-owned and can get you there. I'm okay with it. You know, definitely not someone I would play in cash or anything like that because he's for sure risky. But I think he's, you know, he's, he's a, like I said, my strategy this week, especially for GPPs, is just playing the fact that there isn't, there's, a very, there's only two games, right? There's the possibility that there just is no ceiling running back. So go ahead and take a shot on a P run or someone, and if he gets you – whatever it would be, 30 yards and a touchdown, that will be in the winning lineup because no one had a big day. So um, that's how I would approach it. I think the Bengals are going to score. These Chiefs defense um, hasn't shown to be that strong. So I think points are to be had on the Cincy side. Yeah, running backs on the, the Kansas City side, they've been flip-flopping. This is a really tough slate when it comes to running backs because – if you're not playing McCaffrey or you're just locking Mixon or, or one of the two, it's it's dicey across the board. Cincinnati's defense stepped up last week. Pacheco ran really well. McKinnon wasn't involved. Everybody was, you know, flocking to McKinnon. This might be the week of McKinnon if they're trailing more. McKinnon's out there laying blocks on people. He just didn't get those touches or real receptions out of the backfield. So it's a roll of the dice here with a lot of these running backs. There's no clear-cut guy. So I would say get some shares and play a strategy. If you think the Bengals are going to be behind, you get a little bit more McKinney. If you think the Chiefs are going to be ahead, you play a little bit more Pachenko here. He'll finish a game for you if they're carrying a lead. Um, from the passing attack, I've kind of faded Kansas City all year long. Kelsey's the only guy that I've kind of gravitated to at times. Didn't play him a bunch last week. He obviously went bonkers. He'll definitely be popular this week. But there's values with Hayden Hurst, Goddard, Kittle, all value guys over Kelsey. But it looks like if, if Mahomes is hobbled, it's going to be more Kelsey. So you're going to want to try to get Kelsey in your lineup as well. The pass catchers, Juju, MVS, Tony, they've been so inconsistent all year long. You know, I couldn't tell you with a straight face which one I think is going to go off in this game. It's not like one of them has a better matchup. Um, Kansas City, they just spread the ball around. You know, they really spread the ball around. And Cincinnati's defense – 
they got some lockdown corners, so it's a tough spot there. Now, Dave, do you see a weakness on this Cincinnati defense? Because they've been back and forth this year, but they played really well last week. Yeah, it's Eli Apple. But outside of that, no. Um, I, and I do think that Kansas City may be able to take advantage of some of that on the outside. But underneath, it's going to be tough because Mahomes, he showed last week on one ankle, his targets down the field were none. Uh, I think his average distance downfield once he hurt his ankle was like six yards. So um, I think Cincinnati brings a tight line of scrimmage game, keeps Kelsey contained. And the way we get points on KC's receivers is probably from guys like MV. I mean, not MVS, but Juju and maybe Tony this week. But um, it's going to have to be some guys a little bit downfield because that's their best shot. I think the Logan Wilsons and stuff are going to keep everything contained in the box. Yeah, so we got a two-game slate. We're going to try our best uh, to do a draft cast, pick our players. It's super tough. Me and Joel were victorious last week where we kind of paired together. Um, we took the the W, but uh, the Eagles crew took the, the W with uh, real life. Fantasy is what it all counts, so who cares about real life? We want to <laughs> we want those bragging rights. Dave, you're supposed to be chugging a beer. Tony's scared to come back on the show because he doesn't want to chug his beer. But let's do a draft cast. Joel, since you picked Kelsey and you were on the winning team, you can decide our fate here. There's more strategy than ever as far as, you know, getting your picks right. So you decide the order here, bud. There is more strategy than ever, which is like I'm trying to figure out where I want to pick to make sure I nail those guys I want to grab. And I think that's going to put me in. Hmm. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go second. I'm gonna go second. I'll let Dave go first and Jason last. Okay. Uh not the ideal spot, but I appreciate it. Um, tough weekend, as we already mentioned, but I think the first guy we got to target against the defense. I think he's gonna eat alive. I'm gonna go out and get Burrow. Not Brock Purdy, huh? All right. Yeah, no, not Brock. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's interesting because I have a similar thought to you. I wasn't going to take Burrow first, um, but I was my the first pick. I was going to take Jamar Chase, so I'll go ahead and take him here second. Uh, same thought process. I think that's the right spot to attack that passing attack. Um, so I'm glad to get Chase and get my shares of it here at number two. So screw both of you guys. Um... I made a lineup on a serious show on Sunday. I was going to see how close I can get to it. Obviously, I had Burrow and Chase in it, but I don't want to get stuck with an injured Mahomes here. I don't want to get stuck with Purdy. So I'll go Jalen Hurts and Joe Mixon. Um, I think those guys, you know, based on the strategy of how we're playing here, it's the best, the best spots to take off the board. So back to you, Joel. Well, there you have it. I mean, you basically – I mean, I guess we did talk about it. I could take Brady. I'll see how this draft plays out. I guess I'm not trapped into Mahomes yet. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make things tough for Dave here, and I'm going to take Higgins. I'll take the whole passing okay. attack. Yep, I'm going to double it up. I'll take Higgins and go with Chase. Okay. It does make it tough, and 5,400 is an absolute steal for Higgins on this slate. I think he might be the best value of the whole slate. Um, so, good pick, and yes, that's where I was targeting at least one, but 
I'll take my favorite receiver of the weekend. I'll get AJ Brown in there now. Um, like we already said, Metcalf, CD Lamb, number one's been very good against the Niners so far. Um, and that does throw a little wrinkle in the I'm gonna go McKinnon. I'm gonna go McKinnon. I think they'll be down. I think he'll have to be in play a lot more this week, and especially out of the backfield for catches. Taking all my picks. Um, where am I? All right, then I'm gonna go ahead and take. Uh, give me Kelsey. Give me the oh, best player on the board. I figure it, it, just having to beat the two of you. I feel like Kelsey's safe to get me points at the tight end position. So I got your piece of here. Who the hell is left? Give me, <laughs> ugh, give me. Uh... Let's see here. Give me all right, you guys. This is not my 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 lineup that I had anything close to, but give me Devontae Smith and hmm, hmm, hmm. Joel's got two expensive guys. And all right. I have to go this route. I, I didn't want to go this route, but give me McCaffrey then. Okay. I'm I'm probably fading McCaffrey full disclosure in my main lineup. Um, but since you guys took the, the pricey guys that I wanted, AJ Brown and Jamar Chase and Kelsey, you know, Joel screwed me with the third pick here. So I got I'll I probably shouldn't have taken McCaffrey because I don't even know if you guys could have fit McCaffrey in, but I'll take him and let's see what happens. Oh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to do some defensive drafting. Okay, Dave still needs a running back. All right. Uh, all right, I'm going to go ahead here and take George Kittle to pair with Kelsey to really defensively put you guys in trouble at the tight end position. Um, and then I'm going to pair him with – I'm going to go with – there's two guys I'm thinking about. Give me Miles Sanders. All right. All right. So, you know, I got a pair of bar with somebody and one of his favorite targets last week was Hearst. So I, I have a feeling I'm going to have a lot of money left over, but I'll take Hearst there at 3000 and I'll come back with Debo. Um, Eagles have the best two cornerbacks in the league, but Debo is not necessarily a wide receiver. He could end up being a running back this weekend who knows so uh i'll take debo because i think they'll find creative ways to get him 15 touches it's a good pick i was probably should have taken him in my next i was planning to take debo um thought i could maybe wait so good pick i like him there uh it actually changes the direction i'm going to go with maybe my next but there's actually no one else to take because we've not like i have many options um all right, go ahead and give me Mitchell. We'll take Mitchell here, Elijah Mitchell. This sucks. Right. Who decided to do this? Um, Real fast. Oh, Joel took two from the – wait a second. Joel took two from the number two position last round, Kittle and, and Sanders. Thief, bro. Thief. <laughs> Yo, he, he, he made this draft order where he gets his number two <laughs> pick and then he's spiking picks. <laughs> so what what should we do here? What what's what's the ruling here, Dave? Did you I really think do this? Dave should that- put Debo back in the pool, and then he can have Miles Sanders. 
No, no, I'm good. I'm thinking. <laughs> what do you, you you took and you no took Eli. Kelsey and then he took Sanders afterwards. Is that the move? No, he took Kittle and Sanders on the same Kittle and Sanders. Right. So basically, just remove remove Mitchell. You got to remove uh, Mitchell. Yeah, you got to remove Mitchell. Yeah, if you, want, if you want Sanders, you can have him. No, no, I, no, no sir. I, I need a wide receiver here. Uh, wide receiver is ugly. You guys both took your tight. Oh, you took Hayden Hurst too? Bastard. Uh, so you guys have your tight ends already. Um, hmm. I will take Tyler Boyd. And if I do that. Sucks, bro. There's no, like, guys to even spend money on. It's, it's nuts here. <laughs> You guys left me with no wide receivers to go out and get. Oh, man. This is so ugly. Higgins is gone. Sam is gone. Chase is gone. Um, Ayuk is still there? Yep. Yeah, give me Ayuk over Juju. Hope he does something. All right, Joel. I say if you want Eli, it's all yours now. I've actually changed my mind on Eli. I don't want him anymore. I no longer am in okay. need of Eli. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Pacheco. Okay. I'm going to take Pacheco. All right. I like it. Um, it's so gross. Right. I'm going to – this is this is for Jay. I'll take Dallas Goddard. Um, Yo, why did you do that, bro? Up on... <laughs> why the fuck did you bro, do that? Nah, he's the best I have no out there. Oh man, you screwed <laughs> up my entire plan. Now I'm stuck with Noah oh, Gray. You guys doubled up on tight ends. <laughs> I could have like a million dollars left in my salary. Well, I'll take him and I will take Juju. Um, like I said, I think they got to get outside the the box a little bit here. So I'll take Juju. Bro. <laughs> this is getting ugly for me. Bro, uh, forget ugly, bro. Like, look at my, like, watch my rest of my picks, bro. I have nothing. I have so much salary <laughs> left over. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we, we all do. Give me Bengals, D. Ah, oh, that's my D, too, bro. Scum. <laughs> All right, give me uh, Kenny Gainwell and the Eagles, D. Whatever. <laughs> and if you want to finish drawing my team out, it's Noah Gray because there's no tight ends left, you bastards. This was the least fun uh, draft cast ever. Eagles, what were they? I guess. I mean, I, we're uh, all going to score like 70. All right. I, as, as gross as it is, I guess I'm going to go with Marquez Valdez Scantling. <laughs> are you going Purdy or are you going uh Mahomes? <laughs> this is gross. What's his salary? 30 with MBS. He's a uh... god. Six, 36. Under. Yeah. The Goddard pick. All right. Well, you did... yeah, well, you guys got me a little bit here, but um, I guess I'm gonna go Eli Mitchell then. Um, yeah, we'll do that, and then uh, 
shit, you know I can't do this. I can't take it. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Today. I can't take the Niners. Today. Yeah. You got him, Chiefs. All right. No. <laughs> I don't. You got Mo- All right, so Mahomes and uh, take- Noah Gray, I guess. Is there a better tight end than Noah Gray? Right. No, right? Yeah, it's Mahomes and Noah Gray. This is gross, bro. <laughs> this is absolutely <laughs> gross. I hope nobody plays what any of these lineups. Like, there's a Don't lot out there. Ball. You can build a lot of lineups. No, the thing I would suggest is, them. yeah, we should just note that, you know, going out there and leaving salary left over is definitely a good idea on this slate. Um, obviously, like, I, I built a lineup originally without you guys taking all my players. Um with, you know, a nice Cincy stack, uh, with Kelsey, double tight end. There's a lot of nice ways to build to use all your lineups and, and get everything in there. But, you know, drafting against two other people and limiting that player pool in a two-game slate, super tough. Um, Joel, your your main stack, you're going to end up going with uh, Burrow, Chase, even if it's popular, you're just going to ride or die if that's your single energy lineup. I mean, in terms of raw projection, I think that's the best stack to make this week. Um, that's where I'd say Fist would play cash games and things like that, but certainly makes sense to get different if you're going to go for a big tournament. Okay. And if you were to get different, it's with Jalen Hurts. It's with Patrick Mahomes. It's a Purdy stack. Which one is it? I think there's a game theory where Purdy makes sense, not because it's a great matchup, but because I think there's a world where Mahomes is hurt, doesn't have a good game. That becomes a low-scoring game. Um, the Niners' D maybe slows down Hurts. And just with the sheer fact that nobody has more than 20 points, if Purdy gets like 15, his price is worth playing because no one's going to have a big day. So I think from that theory, and you're getting him at a pretty low ownership, he makes sense. Uh, Dave, are you suggesting to fade McCaffrey or play McCaffrey at this high total or high price? Fade. Yeah, I'm I'm a fade McCaffrey this week. Just, I mean, the Eagles. If there's one spot they're susceptible, it is in the running game defensively. Um, but I just I didn't like what I saw. He played third downs for the last fourth, most part of the fourth quarter last week in crunch time when they needed key yards. So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure he'll be okay to start the game. But there, I have a little concern about spending eight thousand dollars for someone that was a third down back for the most part of the fourth quarter last week. So, I would play more Elijah Mitchell. I liked where you were going earlier. Yeah, I think that's a real thing this week. I really do. I think that's a situation that we can get into. Fading McCaffrey, loading up on receivers. Initial gut feel would be try to get Kelsey in there, try to get Jamar Chase in there. Um, Potentially, you know, go get either Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown or both. There's ways to get creative, you know, if if you discount a couple spots. I like the Bengals' defense as well. You know, they're cheapest defense with Mahomes being hurt, but they're going to be popular. So that's the only, that's the only po- problem there. If you just keep picking everybody who's popular, you won't be different at all. But A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, I mean, Dave, you, you mentioned you liked A.J. Brown better in this spot than I Devontae. I do. I, I think the, the fact is, you know, A.J. is a little bit more of a possession receiver. And we saw the volume from both DK and CD um, from those types. of, And AJ can break it long. Don't get me wrong. But I, I just think he's a guy they're going to rely on in that number one slot against either either of the Niners D-backs there. And, um, yeah, I like AJ a little more. I do. Yep. 
That's it. Um, that's pretty much it for the show. We're going to be putting out articles at windailysports.com. We'll have our lineup optimizer going. We have projection models going. Plenty of articles. Um, doing more shows. We'll be on Sirius on Saturday as well. I'll be away. But um, she is going to be hosting the show on Saturday. Maybe we'll have some guys stopping by, giving out some good content. Keep track of Mahomes. You know, things may change throughout the week. I would, you know, temper my expectations of Mahomes. But if everybody's off Mahomes and he's playing from behind, it doesn't mean he can't go out there and throw for two or three touchdowns and still lead the slate in scoring here. Um, rushing upside will be down. He won't be my main quarterback, but we're just playing the ownership game here. So don't just rule out Patrick Mahomes. Maybe, maybe the coach talk is real. Maybe his ankle is actually feeling better. And he got good treatment, whatever the case may be. He's Superman, and, and things are going better there. So keep an eye on everything. Make multiple lineups. Don't just go in there with one lineup. So whatever your budget is, chop it down. So if you got $10, you know, enter four or five lineups for a dollar, $2 a piece. If you have 100 you know, split it up with some single entries, some big GPPs, and get enough lineups throughout um, where you're going to get shares. And try to get different with a couple lineups. Check out the lineup optimizer, windailysports.com. We have ownership up there as well. So it's not live yet, but as we get closer to Sunday, we'll have ownership there as well. So make sure you check that out. It's super important on a two-game slate. Just get different with a couple spots. Um, Hayden Hurst looks like a great value spot. Double tight end looks like a great spot because these wide receivers, once you come off the top end, they really do suck. Like there's not many guys that I feel super confident in um, outside of maybe Tyler Boyd um, getting involved or, or maybe taking a shot on one of these Kansas City receivers. Everything through San Fran is probably going to go to those main guys that we talked about. Everything through the Philly offense should probably go through those main guys. So I would try to take shots on Cincy and, and potentially Kansas City for value wide receivers. But running backs tough, very tough slate. Get different. You shouldn't feel comfortable with your lineup when you're done with it. If you feel comfortable with your lineup, you probably have a very chalky lineup, and it's probably not going to do that great this weekend. So we're out of here. Joe, any last thoughts before we head out? Um, Good luck this week. Um, I'm, I'm rooting for the Bengals. Go Bengals. Dave, last thoughts? Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs>